ComC is your home to buy, sell, and flip all kinds of trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 31 million cards, from baseball's biggest stars like Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge, and Mookie Betts, to Marvel favorites like Spider-Man, Thor, and Captain America. ComC has something for every type of collector. Come visit ComC.com today to build your collection with your favorite cards. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Winter has arrived to central Illinois. As I'm recording this, it is negative 14 degrees outside, and that's Fahrenheit for all of you Canadian listeners. We're talking about Fahrenheit, not Celsius. And it is cold, but I am here recording another podcast for all of you out there to enjoy. And I'll share a little bit about what's been going on with me like I usually do. I only made one card purchase this week, and it's another one towards my 1959 set. I was able to snag a 59 Willie Mays. That's going to be a nice addition. Although, It's been about four days and it's still sitting at the post office from my buyer or from the seller. Uh, So that's not great when they drop it off at the post office and it's still sitting at the post office for four days. Not real excited about that. Might need to reach out fairly soon. But as as a seller, I know the frustration when somebody reaches out and says, hey, uh, where's my card? And they're like, I dropped it off to the post office. That's about all I can do. Well, we might need to start some kind of uh, mail search on that just to make sure that it didn't get dropped behind a box someplace at the post office. So waiting for that 59 maze to get moving again, that would be nice. The focus that I've really had over this last couple weeks is just to keep the content coming on the block. It's been fun to be able to get more articles out. As I mentioned in the last episode or, or two ago, I've really put a focus over the course of December and the first part of January here to getting some more content out on the blog. And I've had, you know, four to five, six articles a month here over the last couple months. And I've also started to share a little bit more about some of the old articles at waxpackhero.com. You know, I've been doing that blog since 2017 in the beginning of 2018 and in those early days the traffic was not near the same as it is now and so there were a lot of those original articles that were hitting on things that I think are still relevant today and in some cases it's fun to look back at what my perspective was four or five years ago and I've started to share some of those articles again too just to bring them out to an audience or bring them out to some readers who weren't a part of the blog back then and never went back to look. And so I've been able to share some of those and get some feedback and get some comments on some of those hobby topics that I wrote about years and years ago. And it's been fun to see and have that interaction. So that's been kind of what's on my mind. And it seems to be paying off. The traffic to the blog is actually up about 20% so far since I've been more engaged and more active and and putting more content out there so that's been been fun to see as well and one of those articles that actually generated quite a bit of engagement a lot of conversation about this topic on twitter when i put out that article deals with anonymity in the hobby and that's what i want to talk about today as our main topic 
I titled the article, Do You Know Who You're Dealing With? I said, you deserve better. And this is a call for more transparency in online card transactions. The number of trading card transactions conducted online seems to be growing each year. And there is never-ending stream of new accounts creating content on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. But a surprising number of these transactions are done with anonymous users who hide behind avatars and fake names. Trust is being given without having the slightest idea of who's actually behind the account. Do you know who you're dealing with? Do you know who's behind the latest social media account who's gained a big following? Over the last few years, we have seen some big anonymous accounts get caught scamming collectors. We hear stories of deals gone bad, where a victim has nothing more than a Twitter username to go off of. Why do we do this to ourselves? Recently, my friend Ivan Lovegren watched the breaks. You might know him. He made a tweet, and he said, Imagine after the scandals and manipulation we've seen the past two years, even giving two brain cells of attention to any hobby account in 2024 that isn't transparent about who they are. And I agree, 100%. We, as a hobby, deserve to know who we're dealing with when we buy and sell cards. We should expect to know the true identity of social media content creators if we're going to invest our valuable time in reading and viewing their content. Our attention is providing them with sponsorship dollars and ad revenue. We should at least be able to know who they are. Without transparency, there's no accountability for unethical behavior, conflicts of interest, etc. The card porn account on Instagram was the self-proclaimed hobby watchdog. His identity was a mystery to the community. However, he built a massive following through his posts. We gave him trust, we gave him credibility, and eventually, he got caught scamming. You can check out some content. Sports Card Radio put out a, a video on this, this scandal. There are a few other content creators that put out videos on the card porn scandal. Well, eventually, he scrubbed his accounts, and he was gone. Well, luckily, his true identity was eventually uncovered, so we know who to look out for in the future. And then a few weeks ago, a new user popped up on Twitter calling himself Michael and declaring that he had a new service which would use AI to pre-grade cards. Quote-unquote pre-grade. His account was called at AI, and he was using a fake image avatar as his photo. Well... Understandably, collectors were a bit skeptical when a brand new account comes out of nowhere, tries to build a following, and then makes claims about a new business. People started questioning his claims about the service, and they began asking some basic questions about how it worked. They asked about his background and what was his experience in the hobby. Well, he started blocking people who asked questions. Oh no, there's nothing suspicious about that. This prompted some sleuths to uncover an eBay account which appeared to be connected to him, which was also selling suspicious autographs. People asked more questions, and the story continued to change. More claims of alleged unethical business transactions were found from his past, and eventually Michael also scrubbed his account. He's reappeared and disappeared multiple times over these last few weeks, so who knows what account status will be by the time that you hear this. But the bottom line is... He was expecting collectors to send him money for his service without us knowing who he was. Luckily, it seems he shut things down before anybody could get burned. 
Junk Wax Hero did a great video on this topic if you want to learn more. And then there is the collectibles guru, Eric Whiteback, who has grown a massive following by taking the content of other creators and posting it on his own account. He gave very little attribution to the original creator, if at all. Well, it turns out Eric Whiteback is merely a pseudonym for his Twitter persona, and his real name is Ben Haynes. But why use a fake name? Why would you want to grow a big audience with the intent to profit off of it and not be willing to use your real name? What do you have to hide, Eric Whiteback slash Ben Haynes? Interestingly, Ben will admit who he is if he's pushed, and his LinkedIn account actually self-identifies Eric Whiteback as Ben Haynes or Ben Haynes as Eric Whiteback. But the act of using other people's content without proper attribution to build a following under a fake name, it could create suspicion about your eventual motives. Stop giving these questionable accounts your time and attention. Expect more. Demand transparency from the hobby entities that you buy from, that you sell to, or that you engage with. Don't buy and sell with businesses and social media accounts who are not clear about who they are. It's 2024, and there are plenty of platforms and people to do business with who are clear about who they are, about what they stand for, and have built rock-solid reputations based on integrity. There's no reason in this day and age to deal with questionable companies or individuals. Hi, I'm Mike Summer. My picture is on Twitter, and it's on the About Me page of WaxPackHero.com. I show my face in YouTube, TikTok, and Reels content. And if you choose to engage with my content or buy and sell from me on eBay, ComC, or Sportlots Inventory, then you know who you're dealing with. And I want to be clear about something else because I did get this question a couple times when I first published the blog article on the topic and that this is not purely about using an avatar or your hobby business name as your, as your profile name on your social media accounts. I mean, yes, on Twitter I use my picture and my, my follow is at the Mike Summer, but I use the Wax Pack Hero logo on Instagram and on TikTok and a couple other places. And I use Wax Pack Hero as the username on those places, but there's no attempt to hide who I really am. It all ties together with WaxPackHero.com and about me, and it's clear in my profile that my name is Mike Summer. There's no attempt to hide who I am. And the same thing goes for other content creators out there who use their logo as their profile picture or their business name as their handle, but there's no attempt to hide who they are. They do videos showing their face. They have their names in their profile or in their About Me pages of their websites and businesses and things like that. And so the distinction is not just a picture or a handle. It's more about that overall attempt to hide somebody's true identity. So I just wanted to spend a couple minutes to clarify that as well, because I did get a couple questions about that when I wrote the article. Those are my thoughts about anonymity in the hobby. And I'd love to know what you think. Reach out to me on Twitter at the Mike Summer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, or threads at waxpackhero. I want to know what you think about this idea of anonymity in the hobby. Does that make sense to you, or do you think I'm way off base and overthinking it a little bit? Let me know what you think. And I'd really appreciate it if you told a friend about the show and told a friend about WaxPackHero.com. I would love to keep engaging and keep growing this hobby community, and your help doing that would mean a lot to me. 
That's all I've got for you today, so I'll catch you next time.